Trying something new. Trying something new. You did. Um, it was working until that last part. That yeah. new sound. I'll get used to it. <laughs> well, welcome, 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 everyone. Um, my name is Daphne Emily. And I'm Edie Cyrus. And we are Soulful She. We are two bodacious beauties from Brockton, unraveling our truth on identity, mental health, empowerment, and fashion through conversations from the soul. Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Um, and as we always start, uh, keeping it real world real quick, uh, what's going on in your noggin this week, today, and right Hi. now? Um, I'm all right. I feel like I've gone to this like standstill point where I'm like, I know I need to do certain things or create better habits and I've just been very lazy and have not done them so I'm today I'm more frustrated with myself that I've planned things I need to do and I like wake up early enough to so, do it keeping it real my plan is to wake up early enough do some stretching maybe some jump roping maybe a little you know write down my plans and my agenda ambitious is it Maybe yeah. that's why it hasn't been done yet. <laughs> so just wake up early enough and at least stretch or something. Because like with working out, I feel like I really need to get more stretching in. Because with weight training, like you get, you, you know, you just need to relieve the soreness and stuff like that. And just kind of keep pushing on the flexibility. Yeah. And like I've said before, I'm trying to be 60 years old and can still bend down and stretch my toes. So just keeping that in mind. But I haven't been able to do that. Um... So today was one of the days that I'm just like, what was the reason you didn't? Like, you were up at that time and you just still chose not to do it. Um, so I'm just really like, I want to do this routine and I'm just not doing it. So that's where my mind is at. It's just really needing routines to do better. Also, eat healthy because this weekend I didn't do too well. Last week I did amazing and then the weekend hit and I said, fuck it all. What you mean? <laughs> I ate whatever I wanted. So, and I have places to be and things to wear and i just need to reel it back <laughs> um but other than that i'm okay i'm just kind of in a uh, my like work is just work like today i was just like oh i'm here again <laughs> i had taken friday off so it was definitely one of those things that like today was like oh like i guess i'll sign in i guess i'm back i guess i have to do this <laughs> let me respond to these emails <laughs> and it, I feel like it's intentional when you have a day off that they're like, everyone needs to email you. But any other time on a Friday, ain't nobody checking for me. Yeah. But this past Friday, everybody has something. I, I opened like my email this morning. I was like, what happened? For what? <laughs> like, I wasn't, y'all know I wasn't here. But whatever. Yeah. So right now I'm just like, eh. Yeah. That's it for me. Eh. Eh. <laughs> I will say, <clears throat> um... You said stretching, jump roping, and like writing my agenda. Writing your agenda, like I, I, I will also say I have been ambitious in that sense too. Have I done that? No, I've actually digressed as well, um, and I even put sticky notes on my on my um, mirror that was like, okay, 6 a.m. stretch, prepare coffee like you know the whole nine yard and literally i'm just like at this point i stretch and and when i say stretch i'm still in bed 
I'm just, you know, moving right like slowly <laughs> i'm not actually like the yoga stretching but yeah it's i feel like putting one at a time might be easier and because that sounded like a lot in the sense like that list <clears throat> i just feel like right now everyone's so tired and i've just i've heard into like because everyone's just been home so much and all that stuff like serotonin levels are low mm -hmm. so or high i don't know which way so people are just tired and i think that's just i'm just tired all the time all day every day everywhere <laughs> i feel you i feel you i feel you but you keep it real with me <laughs> with the side eye um uh, keeping it real, real quick, uh, it's bittersweet because I just came back from vacation, um, mm -hmm. I know, and I was just taken in the sun, taken in the birds, taken in the beach, all of it, sunrises, um, the views, and I'm back. Yeah, coming back from vacation is the saddest thing ever. Because you can do that forever. I can vacation forever. At least be in the sun on the beach. Yes, yes. Um, and it's it's good because like like when I got when I landed, I was sad to be gone, but I also was happy to be back. Because it's just like I have my family here. I have my friends here. I have I have things that I do love that are here so it's like i wouldn't want to be in mexico forever right <laughs> so do you feel like you vacationed though because i feel like sometimes people go on trips come back and it's like it wasn't enough but did it feel like you know i got my taste of vacation i'm good um i got my first half of vacation like <laughs> since well i'll say this yes i have gotten my dose of vacation but knowing that i am a Sag and Sag the three-way I'm looking for adventure 24 7 yeah. and so like I'm definitely ready for the next that's, one <laughs> that's a great thing though because it's been a while yeah yeah so keeping it real real quick um, I am burned underneath in some certain areas um, I am enjoying the the aftermath of the high of still being being in another place um, but also happy to be back uh, not happy to to get ready for these gazillion emails that I need to because the thing is that I can already imagine it's like all of the emails of last week and the emails that are gonna come now for this week so I'm just like Catching up. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be a struggle but we here we are here and we will make it work yes i remember one job i had we got a lot of emails in general i went away for like almost three weeks and i came back to over 300 emails and i was just like why 300 wow sheesh yeah yeah, didn't take me long to be like, I'm gonna look for a new job. So. Oh, that is hilarious. And I sure did. I was I I've never been so motivated to find another job than when I was at that job. Ah, good to know. Good to know. Um, but with keeping it real, real quick, um, we transitioned into. Uh, conversations of the soul and I really like conversations of the soul because again we break down 
juicy topics and you know get to know a little bit more about you Daphne and a little bit more about me through through what that topic means to us and um, I don't know why but when we were discussing the topic for today what kept popping in my head was friendships um, and friends and what does that look like and um, how how do we keep up with friends what happens during friend breakups and you know what do you look in a what do you look for in qualities of people when you are looking for friends or when you stumble upon beautiful people Mm -hmm. um and and also what does it mean to be to have friends while adulting yeah (laughs) like because that's a that's a whole different story a whole people i mean life changes in general exactly and yeah managing other people other than just yourself exactly and that's another thing because it's just like not only not only is it adulting or having friends while adulting but also acknowledging you the word the definition of adulting for you is different than a definition of someone else who might have like kids and other all sorts of responsibilities that are going on so i think that i wanted to break that break friendship down Alrighty, um i guess i'll from the topics that we have about friendships i kind of want to start off with defining what a friendship is Ooh, okay um so i kind of give a synopsis in my opinion me i have friends I feel like I can I get along with many people. There's people in different like groups that I see mm-hmm. that like we're cool, we hang out in that moment. But like for me, there's like those friends that like we see each other when it's someone's birthday or something. Have yeah. Fun. But then I have like my closest friends that like I can I'm talking to basically on a weekly basis. Yeah. Um. I like the other friends like I might see you in six months and it's like hey, but like my closest friends are people that. I talk to often, maybe not every week, but like people that I have around that like when there's accomplishments or goals or like people that you have the conversations that are deeper than just how was your day? Right. But people that like if something's happening in one of their lives, like the support comes through for them or if something's happening with me, they come through for me in certain ways. Yeah. yeah. So for me, like my closest friendships are definitely all women, um, you included. And me and you talk like every day. At this point, I'm just like, if there's an off day, I'm just like, I guess we need an off day. But like, we talk like every day, but it's you. And then I have um, two of the girlfriends that we are, we're always talking together. Like, we're all going through different phases of our lives and we're all just there for it. And it's like, we're not always together, but always wanting to get together. And I've learned that like my friendships at this point with adulting have become like, those friends are the friends that I want to get together and drink and talk. And that's like, those are my closest friends. And we just talk about any and everything. Um, so for me, my friendships now, that's what it's defined. My closest friends are that small crew that we talk about any and everything. When we get together, it's always a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're there through the hard times and all of that. But then there's the friends I see around where it's just like, hey, good to see you again. You look lovely. Yeah. Turn up, turn up. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you? Um, what is my definition of a friendship? Um, well, I'll I'll definitely say that like I use the word friends very loosely um, because I feel like 
I might describe a friend I might describe someone that's a friend in that category of in the spectrum of like acquaintance because we might have gone to college together mm-hmm. um, to like my best friends and the thing is that I don't even think I have I don't I don't call anybody best friends like I've um, I feel like I've always I've been the child since elementary school that every year I had a different best friend and and so it was just more of like then you're not really my best friend because I feel like a best friend is is like we've been there for so long together Mm -hmm. but that could just be my definition of it Um, but I don't know like I've always I've always transitioned friends so I I, that's why I use friendship very loosely and so my friend can be you know people that I went to college with people that I went to work with people that people that I like maybe a uh, a cousin of mine would always bring this person around and so every time we partied that person happened to be around and so because we saw them at least more than since I saw them more than three times like you're a friend now mm-hmm. so like again I use the word friendship very loosely but in my head like my friends like friend friends um, I really call sisters or brothers um, like yeah I think I think that's how like I would my 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 best friends and again I use that very loosely because I don't really define right. I don't have any but like I would say the people that I, I'm closest with I would consider them sisters or brothers um, and and it's more because like even my mom like if if you are my friend and it's like my friend friend then you know who my mom is because like everybody knows who my mom is and so if you know my mom like your family basically i guess mine in a sense will be like my dad like my mom most people haven't met like if you've met my mom whoa like because <laughs> i don't yeah and you have so there you go <laughs> but like i don't bring people around so i've never grew up with the habit of having friends around the house okay um it's never been a thing for me so like most of my friends don't know my mom and i'm the same in, with, as you in the sense of like i don't say best friends like my niece i'll say is my best friend yeah or my sister will call me bestie in that sense for like people that are not blood I don't call them best friends, but yeah. like my closest friends are like my homegirls. Like, yeah. For me, I guess another way to define friends is like if a job opportunity comes up and I know someone that comes to mind, if I want to speak to someone about that other person, what do I call them? Are they my friend? Are they an acquaintance? Are there someone I know that'd be good for the job? Mm-hmm. I know like with my closest friends, I'll be like my homegirl easily or yeah. one of my closest friends. Yeah. But like someone that I've, I've met that I'm cool with, I if I have to question where we stand, then that's where I'm like, well, we're cool. But like, are they my friend? Yeah. Um, I think it's a long list of people I can think of now that I would see them and I would call them my friend with no issue. But yeah. they're not the people I'm calling up when I'm like, I hate everyone and I need to fight somebody (laughs) and I need someone to hear me vent or I'm going to go off or, you know, (laughs) or it's people that actually get my full personality. Um, Not a lot of people get my full personality at all. I don't, my parents don't. So like, for me, yeah. 
so so then when you are looking for um when you are looking for friendships or or looking at people to see hmm do i want am am i going to um give you pieces of me that mm-hmm. not everybody receives mm-hmm. and in that category being friends but c- good friends what is it that you are looking for or how how are you how are you how are you looking at that like how are you looking at the people around you to be like i i feel comfortable enough and i think that we are f- good friends enough that i can show you a b and c it's definitely a lot of loyalty that plays into it and a lot of time i think the people that, that i know the people that i'm closest with are people that have been in my life for a really long time yeah. i'm talking my closest friends i've been my friend for over a decade at this point oh well um i'm the model no new friends really like <laughs> when you be when you get older it's so easy to be like no new friends and I, I feel that way i feel like i'll meet new people but there's these people that are just cemented in my life yeah and i guess that's how i see it they're so cemented in my life that like if i if this person god forbid anything happened mm-hmm. i would be fucking hurt like these are my closest friends mm-hmm. and it comes with loyalty with just a lot of growth in these relationships kind of building and i feel like when these people stay around especially not family we stay around for so long and you seem to still make that friendship work yeah it's gotten to that point that i like these are my closest friends because we've built that i think other people come around and if i see them anywhere we can randomly talk on social media mm-hmm. those are my friends yeah but like it's just not the same for me because again the levels of me opening up is different um <clears throat> and i know with me it can take some time <laughs> what, what do you mean it can really take some time for me to open up i it's not something i do intentionally it's just how i've always been okay i'll like even when i started a new job it would t- it takes weeks sometimes for me to become open comfortable yeah because i'm just watching that's who I am. I I'm just, observing. Yeah, I'm observing. I'm perceiving things. So for me, like, for that my shell to be broken, I have to feel like I'm in a space where I can be me. Yeah. And if I don't feel that way, you ain't getting nothing. <laughs> and it's just natural for me. It's just this wall goes up that I don't mean to put up, but it's just there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if that wall comes down, you must have been something special because it's hard. <laughs> and I've I've seen it in even like relationships with um, men. Like, yeah, some things will come up, and I'm like, damn, I really got some walls. So, yeah, defining really defining why my friends aren't my friends are this. It's a growth. It's longevity. It's the trust that's been built. Okay. Um, it's the it's just the maturity that's come along through the relationship. Hmm. I feel like when people date someone and you know a relationship is new, it's that lovey dovey phase. Yeah. All you want to do all the fun <laughs> stuff, all the cutesy things, and then you build a relationship to be like, oh, I really want you to be my boyfriend or my girlfriend. Yeah. And from there, it's like. I'm actually thinking of a life with you, so like, let's move in together. You I think, think of the same thing. Yeah, I think when it comes to friendships, it's like, we were young, we had fun, we were cool, but now like, girl, this guy's getting on my nerves and we're talking about that. <laughs> yeah. And getting that advice and then building from there, like, girl, I'm trying to go to school and do this and this job and 
like the built building from there so yeah, i just yeah. think my closest friends have been the relationships that have been built and consi- continuously build where we can be real that like sometimes things may crumble but they're still around because we we have that trust in each other to be like i care so much about you that like let's talk about this and build this up hmm. um so that's for me for my closest friends i don't know how loosely i use the term friends i don't i just i would have you guys would have to test me live yeah. And just put me in a room and be like, who's your friend? I'm about to do that to you. And I'm going to be like, but see, and I know what's going to happen. I'm be like, she's cool. Like, in my mind, I want to say friend. But then now all these other things come into play. Like, is she your friend? You know? We, it could be like a silent conversation that of like course. you and I have. But we're also like reading the room and you're letting me know. Of co- absolutely. I'm not going to be like, girl, I was, you were on the list. But I didn't start debating. And then like, after I, you know, did the likes and dislikes and in the end you pros and cons you i guess you just didn't make the list you know and you know try again next year <laughs> what <laughs> but i think that um in a situation like that if you put me in a room i would resort to what i've perceived as someone i can have a conversation with and know that there's no falseness in there okay so i think that's how i would start leaning so if you put me in a room of people that we know and then you're just kind of like what that one i'd be like you know i've seen her around and i i think she's i or that one i'll tell her to take a shot with me but like that's that's as far as it can go that's as far as we're going yeah just because i'm like and I have a really bad or good habit of, I call it giving the mouse the cheese of like, Ooh, yeah, I, and I, <laughs> I've witnessed it. Yeah. And it's just kind of like being in situations with people that I'm like, I'm not too sure, but let me give the mouse the cheese. And when they take it, it's like, see, I had a feeling about you and you just were so quick to grab whatever juice was coming, whatever that snack was that I'm like, let me put you to the side. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it's it's not something I'm proud of, but I do it. And I, but it's 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 helping you truly understand if you're if if it's worth your time and effort and your energy. Energy is the key word because we don't have a lot of that. <laughs> no. What about you though? In terms of like, you said you lo- you use the like friend thing loosely. Yeah. So if I put you in a room, and I said. Point to me your friends. I'd be like, y'all. But yes, you would. You would. <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this because again, like as you were talking, I was trying. Like I was also rethinking my friends, and and again, like since the beginning of time, every single year I've had a different close knit group of friends, and. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing. But but it also, I think that, um, for example, I have three really good friends, um, Natalia, Jordan, and Jeremy, and I went to elementary school with them. And Natalia, at the point when I was in elementary school, she was my best friend. Um, and we did everything together. And the thing is, are we close? No. Um, but is the love still there? And if we ever sit down and talk, will it feel like it was yesterday that we spoke? Yes, definitely. But I wouldn't I like I wouldn't go to her to talk about 
the stresses that are happening today but i would be like you know what i haven't seen you in a year let's make it happen because i miss your face you know and so because of that <clears throat> i've also acknowledged that like the people that i've had in my life they come in and out and some of them have been beautiful like crazy connections that are really close but then others have not but then it, there's also the the thing that comes to my head where um friendships are our energy <laughs> like it takes it takes time it takes effort it takes a lot to like actually have a friend and so there are times where you know i might connect with someone and hit it off beautifully and then the energy because i start working or i start doing something like gets a little less and so like would i still consider them a good friend like probably yes but again i i think that i'm i'm in i guess i subconsciously have realized or have come to terms with you know just because they you were close with them then doesn't mean that it, they need to be close with you now but that doesn't remove what you guys had right absolutely and so i think <clears throat> with that being said what do i do like what do i look for in friends um for the for the group that i would call my brothers and sisters it's it's really a big one is reciprocation <clears throat> because i know that i can give um and i can pour onto people mm -hmm. um and so because i pour onto people and also because i don't get too attached i'm also very open to receiving and giving to many people and so with that being said like if i'm if i'm pouring onto you and you're not pouring onto me then you're just gonna stay as a friend you know like but if if i'm pouring onto you and i see you reciprocating that and pouring back onto me you know you're gonna be receiving a lot more of me mm -hmm. because you are letting me know that like i want this to happen and i would like this to continue to happen um <clears throat> and so i don't think i don't think longevity is 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 uh a checklist for me mm -hmm. <clears throat> um but i think that it's the reciprocation um i think it's that just being on the same page mm -hmm. of of where of what we want with each other um because also like getting to know people you get to know like their intentions like you get to know that like are you here because um the turn up happens here <laughs> or are you here because you actually want to get to know me and want to um like grow with each other in some way shape or form something along those lines and so i think that um really me eyeing their intentions or, or observing their intentions i think that reciprocation is a big one um and i think that i'm learning about uh boundaries as well because <clears throat> i feel like i'm also getting to a point where um there are some friends that haven't been as close with me before but like i understand they have kids they have a husband they have a whole ass life that they need to like preoccupy themselves they're not like i had a i had a core group of friends in college that like when it was time to turn up when it was time to eat dinner when it was time to like celebrate someone's birthday or celebrate thanksgiving we were all coming together but it was because the 
the ease of being able to come together during college when responsibility was just, you know, clubs, class, and that's it, is very different than now. For example, I have a friend named Kayla who she has a husband, she has a child, she has work, and then she just started a business. And it's just like, I cannot expect her to be the type of friend that she was when she was in college than now. Mm -hmm. And so I think um, also learning more about being comfortable with each other's boundaries, but being open and like very aware of that. Um, Exactly, exactly. Where it's just like, you know, we, I, I think being on the same page of like, listen, this was our friendship before, this is our friendship now. We are gonna be um, flexible and and adaptable, but we're still pouring onto each other in the way in the in in what capacity is available, if that makes sense. Um, and so I think I think for me. The biggest one for me is it might be reciprocation. Like when I, if I see reciprocation, then like, bet. I I definitely feel you on that. So for me, reciprocation has never been huge. Not that it's never been huge, but for the people that I've had in my life that I I will overextend and do so much for, mm-hmm. I'm at the point now in my life where I'm kind of like. I don't want to say I, I, I don't want to do as much anymore, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm like, I do so much and I never get the same in return. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, I'm keeping you around because I love you. I'm, you know, I'm not going to cold heartedly be mad at you or, you know, unless yeah. it's something that I'm like, we really need to talk this out. But understanding that life happens. Yeah. Yeah. People grow up, <laughs> things like that. And it's just like, you know, I feel like I'm definitely the person where if I see something an opportunity for someone i will let them know yeah yeah like i don't care how close we know each other like if i met you one time and just heard about you and i hear something that i feel like you come to mind i will let you know i feel like i'm trimming back on that a little bit just because i feel like if i'm not in the room what would you say about me kind of thing like if that person's in a situation that i could come up Mm -hmm. how would that happen yeah versus i know i would in a heartbeat yeah and just know saving that energy for people that I feel like do deserve it. Because yeah. I feel like it's easy for people to be so accustomed to me being that way that like, it's whatever. But when it comes to something I feel like is important that I could be part of and that I'm not part of it, or I'm not a thought to be included in that person's like life, whatever that's happening in life that's important, mm-hmm. it kind of makes me step back like, you know, I could have, I feel like I would have been that way for you and now seeing that I'm not even part of these important things in your life, maybe I need to trim back that energy I'm putting into you. Mm. Um, So I definitely do get the reciprocation part of it. I think for me, it's just my closest friends. The longevity has played a part because of my experience with my friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that people come along, I'll meet them, you know, get to know them. I just haven't had that sense of friendships that have come along that I'm just like, I want to take part, mainly me, of like really extending outward and growing this into something. Yeah. I feel like 
it's the random conversations that happen sometimes that build those bonds and those relationships yeah. where I'm like now all of a sudden like whoa this person's actually really amazing this yeah. person actually we had such a great conversation like this is a person that I want to consider maybe keeping around yeah so I think that might be what's happened like can happen now for me mm-hmm. um I mean I like I don't love people but I like some people so the people that I do like you know I really try to like I think I'm I like to be a little bit of a hype man so on social media like I'll see them they post that picture I want to hype them up let them know like you're gorgeous like mm-hmm. all of this like I want like all the things I see that I know about like I will amp- amplify in a yeah, sense yeah so for those people like that yes I think now moving into the adulting thing and how you mentioned how in college it was such a certain way with a group of friends. For me, it was, it's interesting. So I met you in college. Yes. But I can't say that we were that group of friends in college because I was older. Yeah. So you had your group of friends. I was older. I was going through it. I was dealing with my shit. So like I was around when I was around, but I wasn't always around. Yeah. I mean, barely around, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we became closer following that. I think we even became closer to this whole process for the podcast. Yeah. Like, really yeah. definitely got close. But you were one of the people that I always thought of as someone I want in my life. So even through the years that we weren't always hanging out and stuff, yeah. you, you were always considered someone that I'm like, I wouldn't want that friendship to, to end. end. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But like for me, the group of friends that I would go to all these things in college, um, that fizzled out. <laughs> so like transitioning into like friendship breakups. Yes. I feel like a lot of people talk about relationship breakups so hard and really don't talk about how much worse it is for a friendship. Because mm. I feel like you embed so much in a relationship with friends that like when that ends, it's like. When I talk about trust issues, you think a relationship gives you trust issues? Losing a close-ass friend to, like, whatever, it's like, damn, who is is a friend? So, like, I went through that. Um, I mean, I had a friend pass away. And then from her passing away, the other close friend I had in that situation, we just fizzled out. Yeah. Um, How was that uh, friendship breakup? If I'm allowed to ask. I can tell you in that moment, I was going through a depression. It was my last year of college. Just, I finished in December because I did an extra semester. So I was in December, just waiting for me to graduate. I'm not going to cry on this podcast. But if you do, it's perfectly fine. (laughs) Just bad memories that year. But um, not having a place to stay, not speaking to my parents or like... It was off and on with them. Um, so internally, there was already a lot going girl, on. Girl, just, I was just trying to work, trying to figure out life. And you know, I think we've all gone through it with college when you're like ready to leave college and you're just like, what the fuck do I do now? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, now I need to figure out what is my passion? What do I want to do? So I went through that. And then my friend passed away. And that was traumatic in a sense, in its own way. Friend passes away, graduation is coming. I go through a depression because all these changes. And then this friendship that's there, we were in different places than what we thought friendship was. Hmm. And I feel like with that death, I was in a depression that I was just like, I'm here, I'm existing. Yeah, yeah. We're going through the motion. So I'm feeling like I'm being more understanding on like we're both trying to figure out life and where we're going and I felt like I was being so much of a friend on the back end Mm -hmm. so like if I like work 
trying to help them find a, a job and like asking around to people but not really showing them that just okay. doing it but never were, okay. okay so like I, I can tell where that can be a miss in that relationship and where it could look like I'm not doing anything for the friendship because I wasn't really putting it out there because I wasn't catching anything like yeah so then just knowing that like we would have this time every day that we could meet up because we worked right next to each other and to me I took that as like a very important thing in our friendship where it's like just the simple fact that you guys are seeing each other right was enough yeah but then I wasn't I'm not a phone person all the time so I'm not always hitting people up I don't call people like and I feel like that I don't call people I don't like <laughs> I don't call people and don't FaceTime me I like it's just not a habit I have yeah if I really like you and you FaceTime me I guess but um I feel like with that it wasn't being disclosed on the other end that they wanted more of that they weren't they weren't letting you know the needs that they needed for the friendship to continue and I I just really think from the loss of our friend, we were really disconnecting in the sense because we were both going through that loss and she had people that were there checking on her. Mm -hmm. But she was looking for me to check on her. But I did not have the capacity to be to able to do that. Because I'm going through this mourning process too. But my process of going through mourning was isolating myself. Yeah. Her process was having people um, basically checking on her and I don't even know her process. I can't speak for her. That's true. Um, so kind of like I was saying, I feel like she had support. So I don't know how her mourning process was. Yeah. I know mine. I, I just know from what I heard or it was getting or like reflecting back is she wanted me to be calling her, checking how she's doing. And to me, I thought seeing her every day at lunch was enough. Okay. I didn't grow up with a sense of hanging at each other's house let's go out to eat like I didn't have that habit at all I have the habit now that I'm older but I never did so I feel like that's another thing where um friendship dissolved because I wasn't a go-getter in the sense like let's go out to eat like let's I just do this. wasn't yeah. that way yeah and it didn't click for me because I never had that habit I mean my mom had us stuck in this house like our house my whole youth so having that sense of being like um let's go out and like never have that habit so i feel like that's another thing like we were just seeing each other at that time frame in that little time frame and i didn't see further than that yeah. so i understood that how i played a role in it because i just was oblivious to anything further than that and also just being in depression figuring out life yeah and then i feel like on the other end there was a lack of understanding that i was also going through this morning with you and i felt there was a moment where she said that this person checks on me, this person checks on me, this person calls me, and I'm just like, but those people didn't lose their best friend. We did. Mm. So you want me to give you the same energy they're giving you, but they don't feel what I feel. Yeah. So. Which is very, very big. Because it's more of like, now, are you stepping outside of yourself to see my, my perspective? Right. And I feel like the times I try to express it, you know, I get teary, I cry. So like in the times I've tried to express how I'm feeling, it wasn't just, be, it wasn't being vocalized because I was, I can only give so much at that moment. And I got to the point that I was like, I honestly don't have any energy. To keep so at this point, like if I have to convince you to be my friend and you're not seeing me being a friend, cause in my mind I'm thinking I'm being yeah. this friend, mm -hmm. then I don't know what I, I don't know what to do for you. Yeah. And that's what it was. So then like, 
we just rarely talked and like from other people I was getting that she wasn't too happy and it's like well I don't know yeah and then I found out later I was being tested in a sense of like comments about like oh I haven't called in a while and it's like but I'm not knowing this. I'm hearing this after. And like, it was like, right. It was like in this time frame, I didn't do this specific thing, but I was texting every day, but I didn't do it in a specific way. And I just feel like we were both honestly, both mourning that it didn't matter what I was doing at the time. We were going to just, we were going to fizzle out because we were going through that mourning process. I think it could have been anything. And with her having the support on the other end and kind of looking back, seeking that from me, Mm -hmm. And me being in this, this depression and us being in this such a huge phase in our life of like finishing school and trying to figure out what we want. Mm-hmm. I think it was just a natural process of how things were going to work. Yeah. I think us feeling the depth of that loss the hardest because it was like us three. And I know there were other friends that were hurt too, but I think it was it was always us three at a point. So feeling that, that hurt together, we were just fizzled out because... It was just life was taking us wherever. But from that, I feel like my trust issues were crazy. Like, after after, yeah. after this um, friendship breakup. Yeah, I was just like, I think just hearing about certain things later from other people about that friendship really hurt. Because I thought that like we were that close of friends that I don't need to hear from other people that we're not friends anymore. Mm. I don't need to hear from someone that someone told them that we're not friends anymore. Because from my end, that conversation wasn't coming up. So for me, it was embarrassing, one, knowing I'm coming up and finding out that people are saying, oh my God, they're not friends anymore? What happened? Mm-hmm. Like, that pisses me off, just knowing that, like, that you conversation... Were, you heard it from somewhere else. Yeah, and, like, just knowing that conversation <laughs> is happening, it's like, yo, so-and-so and so-and-so are not friends anymore? Like, what happened? Like, now people want to hear the cheese And for me, that pisses me off, thinking back. But it happened. I think I just was really angry with the people that I thought were our friends were her friend Mm. so i didn't have those friends anymore and then when it be their so these are other people when it would be their birthdays i would say happy birthday but when my birthday came around i never heard anything yeah so things like that would come up where i'd be like well who is my friend because like all of a sudden you guys are always together always nowhere to yeah always taking trips to finish to always taking trips to visit that friend's family that passed away and i'm never included Um, unless it's like an event or something and then I got to the point that I just was like I'm good with most people right now like I'm not checking for no one I've really distanced from every friend and just focus on I moved somewhere new and I'm trying to figure out life still and just went through that depression process for a while so just like that friendship ending was really hard like hearing it from other people feeling like I'm a joke and then like I was just so embarrassed feeling like it's some joke now seeing these people always being together having fun and I'm the excluded one and knowing that like I thought we were all cool and I'm not getting hit up for anything um and I just also look back at my role I played in it like was I also reaching out to these people and checking how they were doing no yeah because I was going through it was I reaching I just reached out when it was a special event or a birthday yeah yeah but am I texting you saying, how are you doing? No. So now in hindsight, I'm like, obviously they weren't checking for me. I wasn't checking for them. Mm-hmm. But I was also going through something that I needed people to check on me. And yeah. I had like a few people that I would be around. But other than that, I just, it went through its phase. And I feel like now I'm still awkward about it. There's no like anger, like 
no hurt there's been i mean i went through years of hurt with that like that name couldn't come up without me feeling away mm -hmm. but i went through that process that now like it's okay there's awkward moments but there's no anger like we can be in the same room i just feel like people grow apart and unfortunately how we grew apart was just a situation yeah. that was devastating for both of us mm -hmm. um but that shit hurt girl i can hurt. imagine because again like the fact that if if you're saying that it was the three of you guys like you guys experienced life together for so long so then the fact that one there's one of them that's not there anymore and never coming back and then on top of that like the reciprocation is not being fully understood because i think like the biggest thing that i kept hearing from what you were saying with your friendship break um breakup is that like you both were not communicating right. with each other truly how you felt and what you needed right. because at the end of the day like you both are not mind readers right and like you it was very evident you go you both are not mind readers so you both did not know what you needed right. and or how what capacity you had because like i think now we're starting to have that um that conversation where we are trying to be more mindful about how much space we take up and mm -hmm. how much space other people are taking up and then asking that question like i feel like now we're starting to ask the question of like hey make sure that when you are talking to your friend you're letting them know ahead of time hey do you have the capacity for me to vent to you about everything that's going on in my life right now do you have the capacity for me to like share these things and talk to you about this or do you have the capacity to help me with a b and c and like that wasn't something that was being done before and and, and so like <clears throat> who's to say that like she just really needed you to be like talk to me let's talk let's let it all out or do a b and c and it's just like but at the same time you didn't have the capacity to do any of that mm -hmm. and you you were going through your own mourning process so it's just like how can the same way where it's just like you need to put your mask on first before you put on anybody else's mask mm -hmm. like you couldn't even put your own mask at that at that time so how the hell are you supposed to be helping out somebody mm -hmm. when you didn't even know how to you didn't even know where your mask was right <clears throat> right and i just remember after feeling like there were times that we were in the, in the same place together and i was just treated so poorly like a, such a bad guy that i'm just like what like what did i do to deserve to be treated this way at that point it was like it could still be all love and we can separate but i was there was times we were in the same place and i was like it was like they were disgusted yeah. with me and i'm like damn what did i do to deserve that but now it's all love and i just feel like i just i'm such a simple person in the sense of like if you do me dirty and you say I'm sorry I don't know why just saying I'm sorry lifts everything like I can be so mad at someone and they just say I'm sorry and I'm just like Bet. everything about me just changes about that person now it's happened so many times I'm like girl you're making it too easy but literally it's just like that genuine I'm sorry and I'm still waiting for that well i'm not waiting for that i still haven't received that yeah so i feel like i'm in still a sense of a place that it's like all love wish the best for you but i feel like there it's there's still a little there's still a little nugget yeah and but it's okay like honestly i have the people that i'm closest to now and same for her and i love that for us i feel like we've grown life has happened that like again no hurt like no hard feelings 
my hurt right now and talking about it is just reliving that but yeah. <clears throat> yeah friendship relationship breakups suck and then the whole idea of like whose friends really my friends they're her friends and like that whole thing comes into play and then you know people don't want to pick sides but then people do yeah and yeah it was yeah girl Ooh, time it was, it, was a, it was a good three years of being mad i hear you yeah but you know shit happens i think the closest friendship breakup that i've had um wasn't a, a full breakup because i feel like so um i have a good friend's name is Anae, and we kind of got into like a little fizzle and like we were i think now i we're in such a beautiful place but i think we're in such a beautiful place because i continue to like really acknowledge the fact that one like to be a friend for someone you fully need to understand how they want to be loved and how they want this friendship to be but then also um setting boundaries mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like understanding the friendship and then understanding the boundaries is crucial to like a long lasting friendship because i think that at one point and also what capacity we have because mm-hmm. i think at one at one point her and i were going through the same thing with a guy and so like we were going through it ourselves and then we were also going through it in our home um and we lived together so it was just like it like whatever problems were occurring or whatever things that were happening we were like right in each other's faces because we lived together so it wasn't making things um uh easy and so like i knew in my heart i was just like we need boundaries and we need distance and we need time to breathe and we need time to just allow ourselves to process whatever it is that we're going through whatever it is that we're internally going through whatever it is that we're um communally going through because if we don't we're only going to fuck this up and it's only going to get worse um and and i remember i remember at one point i told her and she was just like like what do you mean like it like it felt it felt in my perspective it felt like she was just like no like if 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 i leave then like this is the end of it and I, and like i knew i know that like if you want something what uh you make time for the things that you want you make excuses for the things you don't want and so like me saying that like needing distance is something that i needed and something that we needed um to help us was not an excuse but rather something that like was really needed to be able to do more after and again if i wanted to make time i will make time which i do make time mm-hmm. but it was it was i think with her with her friendship i really learned that like boundaries are super necessary and distance and space is necessary because like again we were we because we lived together we were right in our faces and like there was no there was no like full comprehension of what really was going on between us individually and us together so anytime there was some type of communication i felt like animosity was coming out rather than like understanding mm-hmm. so it's just like if if animos if animosity and negativity is happening 
we're not gonna go anywhere mm -hmm. positive at all and so I was just like we need space we need distance and if we don't get it it's really gonna go downhill and we did get the distance and we did get the time and when we came back together like I I learned more about what was going on with her because I was able to step back and like process whatever I'm going through process whatever we went through and then be able to be like okay now I can fully see your perspective and I can fully understand what's happening to you rather than just you telling me what's happening and me taking anything personal right because now you're out your feelings exactly exactly and so like distance was the best thing that was needed and um, I love her I still love her she is my sister and um, I'll always be there for her but I knew that we needed space because then I feel like then then an actual friendship breakup might have happened yeah and I feel like with something like that it's like family we be fighting our siblings all the time yeah especially yeah. when you live in all upon each other like you're not always you love the people in your life but you're, all, you're not always in love with them you know what I mean sometimes it's like I only love you because you're my sibling but I swear <laughs> if you weren't like I'd be like I'd not you, you wouldn't out. be here right so I think that it's just natural with a lot of friendships when you become so close and it's like family all families fight I don't know no one can say otherwise yeah I've seen it in my life and you think oh wow I have the worst family and there are some people that do have it bad but all families fight all families go through their things that even thinking of like my my aunts and my mom and like there's probably fights I have no clue about or why I actually I know I don't have any clue about but they've gone through it you know and it's yeah. just like when you get older you kind of hear things and then you get it but it's it's like that with the friends that you have in your life that like you're really cool with and I think for me transitioning from like these friendship breakups to like these friends that are truly still my friends mm -hmm. and how I've grown as a friend is that I've learned one the closest friends to me are the most understanding friends um, the friends that the closest friends are the most understanding friends and the people that really get me as a friend know that they're not holding me to an expectation or a standard but they're holding me to who i am as a person and how i treat them mm. um i feel like some friendships go south because we set these expectations for people mm. that are so high and i get it we want the best for ourselves and we want the best for the people that are in our lives but sometimes we really get blurred by that and don't really take people for who they are mm -hmm. and i feel like the people that are in my life now that i call my close friends are people that like if we don't talk for a while we come back together and we hear what happened it's like i'm so sorry this has happened to you mm -hmm. and i wish i knew but i understand that there's a reason why but i'm here for you mm -hmm. and that like if a friend goes quiet it's you know you're like let me give them some space but then you also know like I, you know, just let me know if if you're okay and if you're okay, if you want space, I can give you that space. Yeah. And you kind of learn your friends through time. You know the friends that need the space. Yeah. But then you know the friends that once they take some space, it's like, nah, now I'm all in your face because you need someone in your face. Um, but definitely understanding is the biggest thing. I think the, the people that really know me and the people that I call my truest friends are people that really let me be. And that when I go into this phase of being isolated they don't take it personal when all of a sudden have all this energy for us to be out and about and do all these things yeah but they're also the friends that i can sit and be like you know what i'm sorry but like this is what's going on right now and i just need a second 
And then they're just like, all right, girl, I'm here. And then every once in a while, I'm just checking in on you. And the same thing with me. And then it's the growth. It's life changes. It's marriages. Mm -hmm. It's children. It's children. It's home buying. It's careers. It's setbacks. Not just things moving forward, but being set back and understanding that people really go through things that, like, I can't hold you to so much pressure when you're already dealing with shit. Like, Mm -hmm. who am I? How am I really your friend if I'm like, like, COVID is an example. Because I was really really annoyed with people, like, some tweets I saw is like, oh, you really learn who your true friends are through COVID if they never hit you up and checked on you. One, we're going through a whole pandemic. Panoramic. That we've not one person living on this earth unless they were living through the influenza in the tw- in the 1920s, mm-hmm. has experienced ever. Mm-hmm. This standstill, this stop, these changes, is traumatic for everyone. Mm-hmm. So that thing of like, if you ain't checked on, up on me this whole last year, don't check for me after. But the, you, do you know what the fuck they're going through? Do you know how they're handling this? Just because you're right now, like in saying that, you're saying, I went through some shit and you didn't check for me. But you were the only one that did it. Did you ask them what they're going through, too? And maybe people processing differently like me. I say I isolate. Mm-hmm. That's my sense of coping with certain things. Some people need people. Yeah. Yeah. When they're going through things. So it's like you can't put that pressure on a friend and say, well, you never looked for me during the pandemic. So after when outside is open, I don't want to I don't want to check for you. And it's like, I'll give you that if that's how you see friendship. Uh, by all means i get it but just don't hold people accountable for something that we have never been through yeah and it goes for so many things other than friendships but i feel like i saw a lot of that like oh if they didn't call you and check on you now you know where you stand (laughs) as friends it's like it don't work like that but do you know what they're going through because people are losing people people can't even see the sight of blood imagine people seeing on the news every day that thousands of people are dying Mm -hmm. and then you're saying well you never checked on me it's like but do you know how what's going on in their mind exactly do you know the paranoia (laughs) we saw what happened no toilet paper no sanitizing wipes like people were cleaning out these supermarkets and we're over here talking about you never checked for me well you don't know what paranoia they might be going through Mm -hmm. you know you don't know or maybe they don't have the energy it's a lot going on right now and i just don't have the energy to sit here and say what are you up to at the moment bitch it's a pandemic that's what i'm doing yeah i'm stuck inside like you you know like i feel like it can go that way and i feel like a lot of people put so much pressure on people Without really thinking about step out what of it, who you are. What does that are. mean? Yeah. Step out of who you are and how you handle it, right? Step out of like, I'm the friend that will check on you the whole time. But why does the other friend have to do that? You know? And if that's what you need, then that's something you guys have to understand. Localize it. And that's something you have to understand. It's like you say, reciprocating. Mm-hmm. If I'm checking for you and you're not checking for me, that doesn't mean I'm you're dead to me. That means I understand what this is. When you check for me, I'll be here. Mm-hmm. You know, when you come around, as long as you're intentionally not trying to do nothing dirty to me, mm-hmm. I can't sit here and be like outside when the pan <laughs> when the panoramic is open is over. Uh, I ain't talking to you no more. Nah, if you come up to me and you're so different and it's like this new sunshine in you after this, girl, come on in. You know, <laughs> the like let's open. celebrate. You know, <laughs> but just. I think for me, just having the closest friends, the most important people are in my life are the people that are really understanding. And just really, we give each other the space to breathe, but we just know, we instinctively know, if shit goes down with you, I'm gonna be there. Yeah. Um, 
And if shit goes down and you don't want me there, just know I am there as soon as you do. Yeah. Um, and just not holding people accountable for shit that you decided. Yeah. It's holding people accountable for things that it's like, because I'm this way. Well, if they're really your friend and you care about them, you really have to consider them as people. And maybe it's been a long time coming and you felt this such a long time and this was the breaking point. It happens. Communicate. Mm-hmm. Let them know. Maybe mm-hmm. give them the room to acknowledge and improve. But if you don't tell people, it's like you set them up to fail and then now you're like, you're a failure. Because of the test people, that you didn't know. Right. Because of the test that you gave me that you didn't tell me that you gave me. Right. And, and <laughs> knowing the kind of person I am, I'd be failing on purpose. Just knowing that you're testing me. But even people fail open book tests. <laughs> if you're not directly saying, I'm feeling this way, can we talk about it? You're not allowing anyone to get, like, to really say their piece in something. And I just feel like, for me, I would really feel a way if a situation, and you f- like, if a friend feels a way about me, tell me. I guess that's me saying I'm more communicative in that sense, or I like to be honest, tell me. If you don't tell me, I'm not, you're not dead to me, as long as you give me the mutual respect. But when I come around again, if we talk about it, we talk about it. If we don't, at least knowing that there's so much love there, that maybe one day eventually we can work through it yeah but communication is always the greatest thing in any relationship regardless girl yes yes and yes because sometimes you talk to friends and you be realizing damn i was so in my feelings i wasn't even listening to you exactly exactly um when you said the word understanding um i i loved it because you were speaking to the fact that it's not just the important thing is not under not just understanding in the sense that they understand you but understanding each other yeah um because it's literally again like it's just the same way that we have love languages there's the friendship languages that we just don't fully talk about but it's just like understanding we understand each other because we've communicated that hey i'm the type of person that i need to isolate hey i'm the type of person that would really appreciate a phone call hey you know i didn't receive this from you and i actually would have loved to receive this from you can you you know like moving forward you might have not known that like i'm the type of person that would really appreciate a good morning text when like i'm feeling down or whatever it is you know like this is this is what i want and this is what i need and so like you saying that understanding part like really hit ground because it's just like if we're understanding we're both on the same page we're both communicating with each other and we're both letting each other know what we have the capacity for what we have boundaries for and what exactly is going on and how we can fit into that mold and understand that mold because again it's just like you might like something certain way and someone else might like something else a certain way but there's that understanding of like I know that you won't be doing the same thing as me, but because I love you and because you are my friend, I will do it as such. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it also made me think about um, when I said reciprocation, mm-hmm. I definitely want to be clear mm-hmm. and and acknowledge that. Like when I said what I look for in friendship is reciprocation, I'm not expecting you to do the same exact thing that right. I'm doing. I'm not like reciprocation does not mean that because I bought you a donut, which I love, you know, FYI, plays donuts. <laughs> if you want her, her coffee order too. <laughs> 
Um, but but basically, like, if 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 I buy you a donut, I'm not expecting you to buy me a donut. But in the sense that, like, there is some type of energy, energy that you are reciprocating to me to let me know. And I think it's really, really, really crucial in in the sense of like understanding that if someone is a certain way, they're gonna love you a certain way, yeah. and and they're gonna do it in their manner, in their manner, but they're gonna reciprocate it some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not tit for tat. So I hope that uh, yeah. that made sense. It did. <laughs> I think I just more mentioned that after for some people take it so hardcore. Yeah. And like reciprocating it, it's like. It's, it is the energy thing and really when an understanding comes into play knowing that like once I learn you and know how you show your love understanding that that's reciprocation in the sense of how I show it versus you exactly and I think like when I mentioned the closest friends I know where sometimes something might happen or they'll do something that I have the habit of just being like I'm not a fan of that I know with these people, it doesn't arc me because I know that's genuinely how they are. Yeah. And if I'm in a mood and I'm I'm in my feelings yeah. and my mind is not taking that as who they are, I don't I don't press it. I let it. And then if it's something that continuously bothers me and I feel like I have to bring it up, I will. But I've been in situations where you'll know when I got an attitude. Mm-hmm. You just be knowing. I'll just text hi. <laughs> it just be a normal hello, and you just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I just be like, damn, like <laughs> I didn't even say anything. But yeah, you're right. You I'm feeling to. a way today. <laughs> it's happened. It's happened. I'm, yes, the- I've received text message from Daphne, and I'm just like, oh, we we not feeling good today. <laughs> but that's 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 that understanding and 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 like really fully getting to know the person as an individual rather than like what they are giving to you and that's part of it your friends shouldn't be your friends because what they offer you or what they're giving to you only and I feel like some people are that way some people have people in their lives because of what they give them Mm -hmm. and those are the people you might have to take a second look at but I think my friends that are in my life are not my friends because of what they offer me Mm-hmm. They're my friends because I genuinely love them and they're in my life for a reason, really. Yeah. I can't really define it. And it's not because of what they offer me. They offer me amazing friendship. I guess that might be it. But for me, it's just I love these people and who they are. They, they're they go-getters in a sense. And they, I feel like the closest people to me are motivators. And they're not just motivators. They have positivity in my life. I think that's what keeps people around for me. And I just, I'm not saying like I keep them around because they're positive. Like they're, these friends are in my life because I don't see myself not having them in my life. Mm -hmm. That's why they're my friends. But the positivity they bring into my life is a big thing. And I want the same back. Like in terms, I give the same back. Um, And even through the hard times, knowing that these people I can go to for that pep pep talk in a sense, or just knowing that, they exist in a sense and don't make me ever feel away and don't yeah. make me feel anything negative. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes with growth. I think I've seen some young friendships. Even now I see some people that are younger than me go through some friendships and I'm like, sweetheart, mm. y- y'all need to work through that. <laughs> Another example, the show Girlfriends. I feel like, oh yeah. to give an example, I watched this show now that I'm older and I just was like, one, I need to accept the fact that I enjoy the show for the messiness because <laughs> because black women should be allowed to have that messiness, that quirkiness, the 
with all personalities that we have, we're not boxed in the sense of how we have to be so perfect. And that show is an example of some of these friends can really be messy mm-hmm. and really have ideals that have, I mean, like Joan. Joan's obsession with marriage was something I'm just like, girl. But through thinking about it, just seeing like, you know, would those friends be my friends? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I know with Joan, her and Tony, she, she really worked at it for a reason. And they went through some shit that I'm just like, mm, I don't know if we'd be friends. But knowing that like they had something there that kept them friends for as far as it could go. Yeah. I think where it ended made sense. I feel like it was a breaking point for them. And you saw the struggle through that friendship breakup. But I think that show is a reminder of like how some friendships can be. Um, and I just don't think friendships need to be that hard, but everyone's different. Yeah. I've seen, I mean, I mean, it might be just be on TV, but I'd be seeing some difficult ass friendships. And I just like, that's mad work for someone you just want in your, that you choose to have in your life, you know? I just, I watch this other show and it's just like two white girls and one uh, mixed girl and they be doing some things and I, I enjoy it for the fact that it's not perfect. Yeah. But sometimes be like, damn, like someone asked one of the girls in the show, like, why are friendship, why are your friendships so like complicated? And she's like, it's not complicated for us because they get each other and but I'm watching I'm like sometimes y'all a little extra but I guess I might be that same way in my friendship and don't even know it but we just get each other and understand each other and know that we as people are our own individual people and we just work well together and we're friends mm-hmm. and I mean you put in the work to make it happen yeah you do and I think that it takes work it's not something that's just easy and it's like well we're friends because we're friends um, it might feel easy because you have that relationship, but like you said with um, the friend you live with, it's like you go through these phases, but when you step out of it, knowing that you still want to truly be friends, you do the work and the changes and the boundaries to make it happen. Yeah. To yeah. make it work. And then some, it's hindsight. Sometimes you got to step away from something because I've seen some friendship breakup is as like these people hate each other and it's like if they really just have the conversation, it wouldn't be no hate. Mm-hmm. And it really isn't hate. <clears throat> it's that thin line of love where that thin line of loving someone so much and that thing ending it it feels like hate because that that feeling is so powerful and it's so strong but some communication girl understand me. communication and comprehension i think is is mm. huge um and uh stepping into um stepping into you mm-hmm. i think that like huge themes that are popping up through our conversation that i've been thinking about and and ways for us to be able to step into our best self um <clears throat> is really sitting down with yourself mm-hmm. and and like really thinking like there are again love languages that we know how we want to be loved um and and thinking about the love languages but also thinking about how do you want to be loved by your friends like do you actually know like you know i have a friend named julia that like her love language is coffee so like you know when i know that she's feeling down my ass is sending her some like ten dollars on venmo to make sure that she has coffee in the morning but like do you know what brings you life and and how you want to be cared for and and what you like and what you don't like like are you the type of person that wants to receive text messages Mm -hmm. to be um like called up if you if people don't hear from you like are you the type that want to be um on the phone at least once a month like you know like what what you've been living on this earth 
for some time now. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> from the time that you've been living on this earth, what brings you life that your friends have done before or that someone has done before that you'd like to continue being reciprocated through your friends and like are you the type of person that likes to be isolated are you the type of person that needs that if I'm going I'm going through it I need all of y'all to be sending me a text message and it needs to be a group text to like you know mm -hmm. to hear me vent and bull but like what is it that you need as a friend so that you fully know when you are stepping into friendships moving forward like this is what is gonna make me happy in friendships this is what's gonna uh, allow me to continue to you know feel seen feel heard feel loved. <clears throat> loved in a friendship and 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 like really sit down with yourself and and figure that out like what is what is that what is it that you need what is it what are the the, the qualities that you need for a friend to fully be to for you to be seen heard and what was that last one loved. and loved um through your friends uh and then i think that's the number one thing that came to mind because it's just like again had some of these people known what you needed and and you communicated that things might have not gone as crazy as things might have gone it's a snowball effect right yes so if it keeps rolling and rolling and rolling you have this massive that just, ball just rolling towards you guys and it's just it can't stop it, it won't and sometimes the the honest truth gets so lost in all the other things that come in between ego and all of that that mm -hmm. by the end of it the point is lost yeah completely yeah and with friendships it's just one of those things that you know and you learn as you go and shit happens i saw something where people were like i ended a 20-year friendship mm -hmm. it happens mm -hmm. i mean 20-year divorces happen so 20-year friendships ending happens people grow apart people grow up people change people change and evolve <laughs> who i am today is not who i was 10 years ago no. at all mm -hmm. and who i am today is not who i'm going to be in 10 years um just knowing that the people you have around cherish them now because life also is not certain at all yeah. the only thing is that is for certain is that life will come to an end and that's the only thing that's certain and just knowing that you do cherish the people that you really care about and you know it's a hard world out here so just really enjoy life with the people you love yeah yeah um yes and i uh, i think that one thing that really helps me and has been helping me is that take people as they are mm -hmm. um take people take people and moments as they are and i think that's why i've been able to be okay with just the friends that i the 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 movement of friends and close friends because I will take you as you are if you want to give me your love and give me your time and, and energy at the moment and that is what you have the capacity for then like I will take it all in and if tomorrow you know life has changed for you and you no longer want to do that I'm not gonna feel some sort of way right. I'm not gonna feel some sort of way so I will take that friendship as it is and you know if it continues it continues and if it didn't i i appreciated all that it was and just keep going it's all love at this point um but for stepping into you we step into fashion forward and for me i've kind of been all over the place on what to bring up for fashion forward 
Um, so yeah, to be real, I I had like ten thoughts, and now I have zero. So <laughs> I think for me, fashion forward has been. I guess I'll talk about in terms of friendships. A trend that I've seen this last two years that I've actually loved is like people having like these birthday party things and like having everyone match cohesively. Ooh. Or like another thing I've been enjoying is like friend photo shoots mm-hmm. we always see these relationship photo shoots maternity shoots but seeing like friendships like these friends actually like let's you know immortalize this relationship in a sense and they just put together these beautiful photo shoots so i feel like for me that's what's coming into play is like this cohesive thing i've seen mostly between women yeah. even guy friends I've we seen, know yeah. guy friends we know their theme for their birthdays is like wear a certain color yeah. um and it's just always been their theme and or i have this these guy friends i know that everything they do they take a group picture yeah <laughs> <laughs> everywhere they go now hey they take a group picture but i think just that for me and kind of tying into fashion forward is that trend of like saving those moments and like adding the extra glare with the fashions yeah. and getting dressed up and then like really when you're really cool with certain friends or understand like my friends understand that i like to get dressed so like those spaces knowing that like we have those moments that we want to get dressed up and cute together and we mm-hmm. just kind of like we just fly together listen we just put together in a sense that when we walk into the room as friends we're just glowing and you're just like damn i want to be their friend but for me um, I'll let you kind of chime in too in terms of that but like fashion forward for me has been seeing like these birthday parties where like the browns has been it and I, especially the browns on brown women oh. <laughs> so beautiful and it's my favorite thing to see and honestly you know I love women more than anything especially back women I love more than anything and then just seeing these photo shoots together um and co- i know one friend group that did like a beach photo shoot and everyone wore orange Ooh. and you know orange on melanin ain't gorgeous so for me fashion forward is that just seeing like friends come together get put together dressed up and like these scenes that come into play it's like sometimes it's the little nuances that make these friendships fun and just knowing that like when we come together we get put together and that's a love language for me yeah i feel like seeing these things it's the effort and seeing like we're going to celebrate this friend but we're putting this effort to be mad fly for them mm-hmm. yeah so fashion forward is that i was thinking about that throughout too and trying to remember but yeah i like it i like it i've i've been a huge fan of that um i i'm always trying to like if you if we're trying to do the same color or what i like to do is i like to see is like different shades of that color mm-hmm. i love it like if if we're okay the color is is yellow but like give me neon yellow give me some like you know burnt all i don't even know if the burgundy yellow is a word no girl i don't know what was going on in my head but but the but the shades the different (laughs) shades and then i also um saw this that it was like color block so like everybody was wearing a rainbow i did see that and And it it was was just like to toe that one color yes and it every single outfit gave me everything i wanted yes yes and yes so yes 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 and yes and that's why when I think about brunch, I, I don't know why brunch stays at such a high pedestal in my life. But for me, brunch just means friends coming together, looking fly, kikiing over kikiing. bottomless mimosas and leaving tipsy and enjoying life. Yeah, yeah. That's what brunch means to me. I'm here for it. Yes. And just being fly and glowing and sitting outside, hopefully enjoying this, you know 
waffle and chicken and mimosa. Yeah. I'm here and for maybe it. a shot of tequila. Yes. But that's fashion forward. It was a little broader than fashion, but yes. Yes. Cohesiveness in these friendship groups when they go out. You look like a unit in a team and I love it. So. <laughs> nice. So then moving on from fashion forward, uh, it is what is resonating with she. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Daphne, what are you resonating with? I guess I will play on me speaking on the circle last episode. Have you caught up? Kiki, Absolutely not. Kiki. Yes, girl, I did. But everything. Yes. You watched everything. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so since you watched everything, I feel so much better. Girl, a lot has happened. A lot has happened that I just don't know what to tell you guys. And by the time you see this episode, it's going to be over. So what does it matter what I say? But I'm going to say alert. It. I'm going to say it anyways. But one... Um, I still love Courtney, but strategy is going mad hard. It's kind of like making me Courtney and River. Like, I love the Kardashians with the C, but like, those two are so strategic and I get it. But like, it's made me find my favorite and who I want to win because Chloe. I want Chloe to win. Okay. I want Chloe to win because I feel like she's been her most honest, messy, disheveled, quirky self. Flirty. Flirty. Oh. Flirty, I, f- I feel her on that though. <laughs> Flirty self, but in the sense that like she hasn't faked it. Like she's the naivete that she has with like Trevor and being like, oh, me and Trevor have to get married thing. I love she's that about her. The fact that she was just like, when are we getting married? I'm just like, girl, you don't even know how he really looks. Right. It's or- one picture. <laughs> like, what? And it, just for me, I love her because with every single person, I feel bad that when she gets in the so she got into the kind of thing where um mitch and mitchell and trevor hits her up and it's just like yo this is what's going the down the joker was courtney and this is what courtney said and now she's like damn who do I, I trust? trust yeah and i feel like she's been so honest and true all around that she's put in this position now to be like damn everyone's being so strategic i don't know who to trust what am i gonna do what am i gonna do mm-hmm. but i really love her i loved her on too hot to handle because she's just a mess that i love like and she's just <laughs> herself like yeah. all around so for me i do want her to win just because i feel like i'm going to really love her honesty in it and her just being herself and the quirkiness yeah um i still love courtney i love river and that whole team together so like yeah. in the end i want them three to be together mm-hmm. um i love trevor um delisha i believe is her name mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i love her but i've gotten to the point that i'm just over it like at this point i just don't want you to win i don't know why i don't really? and then mitchell yeah i don't i get like she deserves to win too but there's something about it that i don't i'm like sorry girl i want chloe to win you know yeah yeah um but I think it's when her and Mitchell got together to kind of like get in Chloe's head. That's when I was like, what? Yes. Really? Yes. Because the thing is that like Courtney and River have been playing a strategic ass game. And I'm sorry, but Trevor has been sliding. Mm-hmm. He, he, They have been sliding <laughs> because <laughs> because they like they've just been coasting yeah and 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 not really they're just getting by because chloe's there and chloe's giving you attention and so and naturally they're gonna be like i bet but she hasn't done anything to let me know that like i need to be more strategic she just she honestly just took advantage that chloe went to her mm-hmm. and so she grabbed onto that but that wasn't her doing right so like when she said we're doing 
A, she broke it. I do appreciate I do appreciate that. <laughs> she part. said A, B, C, and D. Like that's what we're doing. So when she did that, I was just like, yes. Now we're playing the game. Yes. Because the thing is, Courtney and River have been doing that the, the whole time. So like now there's actual like competition out here. That's true. So when when that happened, I was like, oh I bet. I was nervous. <laughs> That. When that happened, I was nervous. I was nervous, and I was also scared because, again, continue spoiling alerts. Um, if you're here, it's your fault. <laughs> when when um, they decided to hit up Chloe to let her know that, like, hey, um, we're gonna tell you, I thought it was too early. Okay. I thought it was too early. So the plan was that we're going to tell her the truth and hopefully in telling her the truth, she will come to our side of the of the team basically mm -hmm. because there's already a group that exists mm -hmm. that she is a part of. Mm -hmm. And so when they were gonna have that conversation, I thought it was too early. But again, like she is naive. So that also plays into it. So, so but then, but when it did happen, it, it, it went good in the sense that like she didn't, it wasn't it the the their plan wasn't backfired if that makes sense their plan of trying to convince her didn't backfire completely completely it's it's not there yet but they've put that nugget in her head for her to start thinking about and figuring out what she's going to do right and i get that and i feel like that's why i like her so much because she holds such a high standard being herself the whole time people are competing to grab her yeah you know and then i feel like I feel you on them finally being like, we need to get Chloe on our end. So Trevor and Mitchell, just because like, I got nervous now. Now I'm like, oh shit, Chloe. Like now I'm worried about River and Courtney. Now I'm worried about the Kardashians. That episode ended and that next episode, I was trembling because I'm like, <laughs> yo, who's going home? Yeah. Because it was just so up in the air. So I guess that like heat from it was great. Um, I think that Lance, I forget her name, the one that played Lance. Yeah. And the one that played oh, Emily. Yeah. How I they became that, they that guy. That's unfair. That was unfair. Sorry. That was unfair. I'm sorry. I, I still think they, they're still in it, right? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know how that's going to play out. I don't think they should win because of that. But I found it, that loophole, in a sense, I enjoyed just because I'm like, damn, they're mad smart on this show. Whoever's planning these things out is doing such an amazing job. Mm -hmm. Like the quest, Chuto there, like when they had that episode, like they're really out here like, we're just going to have y'all fish each other out with Basically. these games. Basically. Um, what else happened? I mean, Kat went home because she was dumb. <laughs> I think that I she really liked, wrong. I liked, I really liked Kat. I didn't. Because when Deuces. she, <laughs> when she started, she was playing so strategic and she was playing so good. But I think because she was doing that, she got too, um, risky. Like, mm -hmm. I think that she should have done that settled down a little allowed whatever to happen and then come back but because she kept striking i was just like damn you went too hard and the fact that she just basically tried to say chloe's lying chloe and she was saying that chloe's lying she's a liar she's lying it's like really back and then she want to pull the kardashians in a group chat without chloe talking about i think chloe was lying girl you don't know who's besties with who and you over here talk straight calling someone out so bye <clears throat> But I will say, I think my favorite player mm -hmm. is Mitchell. Mitchell's not there no more. Mitchell? The tall, statuesque guy? Girl, have you watched everything? I thought I did. He's gone. Mitchell, 
isn't Mitchell the one that's teaming up with Trevor? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh. Then I guess I didn't see the rest of it. Well, spoiler. <laughs> well, I, I I liked I liked Mitchell. I didn't because <laughs> because he was always spot on, in the sense of his intuition. Mm-hmm. His intuition was always on point, and I was having this conversation uh, with a friend, and uh, we talked about this where it's like his intuition was on point, well, he, it was. but he didn't act on it. Yeah, and when he decided to. It was too late. Very late. Oh yes! You did yes, see that. because went River to... went to go see him. He went to see River. Yes! 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 Damn. But yeah, that Mitchell was my favorite. So I don't want River to win. Love Lee, the personality, but he only wants the money to build a pool. He said a pool. But he didn't tell them that. But like you know, I was like, I. But technically, he's he's looking out for Courtney. So technically, like. In, in reality, he's he's he doesn't care about this pool fully. He cares about like the yeah. I knew I would. I knew I knew, but yeah. Sorry. Um, I want Chloe to win. That's it. I don't care about everybody else. I want Chloe to win. Understood. Yeah. What about you? You want you said well Mitchell's gone, so it can't be Mitchell. No no no. Just because he's my favorite character does not mean that I wanted him to win. Okay. <laughs> um, but I actually want uh, Trevor to win. And I wouldn't I, and be I, mad. And I want Trevor to win just because, like, that baby is just so cute. So, I like, I, I want them, I want a happy ending for them. I mean, I want the family to have a happy ending, yeah, and I love how, like, she's playing her husband. But, like, for me, in a sense, like, <laughs> great. There's something about her from the beginning I was really sticking with. Mm-hmm. I think when it came to the strategy, it put me off. And I guess it's not fair because everyone was doing that. But I want Chloe to win, so sorry. No, no, no. Hey, but you, if, you have your preference. But if they won, like, I'm saying they because at this point, it's Trevor, it's, it's, it's Alicia. It's, and, the, and the daughter. Right. If they win, honestly, if... Chloe doesn't win, I would want them to win. Yeah. I love Courtney and I feel like Courtney should be at the top, but genuinely in the end, I want Chloe to win, if not the Alicia, Trevor, the whole family. Because they do deserve it. And um yeah. Yeah. I won't be mad. Yeah. I just don't want them to win. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. It comes on on Wednesday. So the next time we film, we'll already know who won and we'll just talk about it again. But I feel like you lean towards more of the strategy and really enjoy that. And I lean more towards the people that are just being a mess and funny in themselves, <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. And I do like Courtney because of that. Yeah. And I do oh. like Delisha. Like yeah. when they played Pony, Delisha yeah. pulled off her shirt and she's like. She was like, mm, mm, and mm. Do you notice that her hair is different in every episode? Yeah. Yeah. So I do appreciate that. She was like, I'm going to come with all my wigs, and all different types of hair. I don't know how much luggage she got for all that, but every day she has a different hairstyle. Yeah. And I do enjoy that yeah yeah so word that's what's resonating with me <laughs> um and what is resonating with me is um uh, uh, uh. so <laughs> what's resonating with that me build up though is i recently connected um with a friend and 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 speaking on friends ooh 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 so um again like i i my friends and certain people like i might not talk to you for thousands and thousands of years but 
if we have a good friendship, <clears throat> regardless of how long it's lasted, when we do come together, it is beautiful and it is abundance. And so one of my friends, his name is Kenzie. I went to school with him. Um, we recently connected uh, during 420 and it was beautiful. You said that so quickly. <laughs> during when? 420. Right. And so, and so, but he connected me with a new product that he just recently um, came up, came out with uh and it's called lavender dreams um i'm gonna i'm gonna just pick up can i oh, yeah you, you wanna you wanna <laughs> where's she at where is it at right here um and so he recently came out with lavender dreams which is this uh room spray and it's beautiful i love it i love it i love it one because it's a black man um speaking on aromatherapy hello uh to uh mental health and really putting mental health in the in the spotlight within his community but also specifically uh, mental health for men um and, and and on top of that mental health for black men um and so what i love about this spray is that it's connected with a, a scan qr code and the qr code is connected to a song that he created that was inspired by this lavender dreams so like he's really it's like hip-hop mental health aroma therapy like you know thing that he's trying to do that he is doing he's not trying he is doing um and so we'll definitely put his information somewhere on the it's screen usually right here <laughs> let's see <laughs> But um, Lavender Dreams, I think that he's still selling it. Uh, I know that he's still in the process of like um, trial and figuring out how it is and how will people like it and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. I've loved it. I'm going to be real honest. It's a room spray, but I've sprayed it on me. I'm not going to lie. It's, I was going to say taste. It smells beautiful, very calming, soothing, uplifting vibrations. And then you can listen to, you know what you can do? You can spray your room put the barcode, sit down, lay, enjoy the smell, and enjoy the music. All done in one bottle. I think that's really thoughtful, like the way it's been thought out. The packaging is beautiful, and it's so interesting, and I think that's what I love the most about it. It's something that you would probably expect from a woman. The, the thoughtfulness and how it's thought out, but knowing that like, a black man is putting this together with the thought of other black men and their mental health. And the packaging is mad cute. Like, I would have saw this and be like, oh my God, this is cute. Exactly. And just, it's unexpected, but it's needed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I love it. So that is what is resonating with me. Go ahead, Kenzie. I see you. Mm -hmm. I smell you. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> um, but with that being said, I think that we are we are finito today and so i am edis iris and i am daphne emily and um as i always end it they can listen he can listen but she is speaking and we might be one more drop in the ocean but we just might be that last sip that last podcast mm. to quench your thirst mm, mm, mm. bye